Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all... Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Family. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today we're talking about parenting each kid differently. Let's go. So okay, is, so oh. right before then, you said my breath smelled good because it smelled like International House of Pancakes <laughs> sausage, and I don't understand that. Well, when you prayed but... for us, it smelled great. <laughs> Made me kind of hungry. Okay. It was funny. Anyway, let's dive into today's topic. We're talking about parenting each kid differently, and this is a parenting concept I've honestly not really heard many people talk about. Mm-hmm. I would love to know it was your choice of topic, so I'd yeah. love you to start the thing off. Okay, so some context. If you've listened to the show for a minute, we have three kids age 13, now 12. One just turned 12 yesterday. And then we have a soon-to-be nine-year-old little baby, a little girl. And uh, our kid just had a birthday party, right? And I was thinking of this as something I've known forever, being a parent and a therapist. And it was just a really stark kind of contrast of, wait a minute, we have to do, or we got to do rather, this kid's birthday differently. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we are leaning into his strengths. It's what we should always do as mm-hmm. parents. And it's taken us a while to kind of get there. Maybe I should reframe that and say it's taken it's taken me a while to Thank get there. Thank you right? so much for saying that. And <laughs> if we think about it, if you listen to Anatomy of Marriage or Anatomy of Family or anything that we do, we talk about family of origin a lot. And we talk about I, me, Seth, the person of Seth, is a, his own individuated, different, differentiated Enneagram type number, personality, right? right? I am very individual. Mm -hmm. So as parents, where do we find the liberty? I think it's just assumptions and things that we don't even think about. Why do we think it's okay to parent our kid just in a blanket thing? You mean all of our kids the same way? Right. We're we're talking to them the same. We give them the same rewards. Maybe we punish them the same. We teach them the same. And that's not... How it works. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You follow what I'm laying down here? I do. And I think it's important because often we are taught as parents the uh, 
the basics of like communication or talk to your kids like this. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Like knowing not to scream at your kid is great. Knowing <laughs> right. to reward them is great. But each kid has a different set of values, mm-hmm. which is super weird because they're all, I mean, Joyce Meyer puts it my favorite way ever. She's like, how can you have all these different kids? And they all seem so different, but they all came from the same place, right. which is like my favorite. It's um, like an apple tree growing grapes and right. strawberries. Oranges. And, right. And it's true because although we have the same set of rules for all of our children, we're going to be respectful and loving and teach them boundaries and give them chores and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It this Those same sets of rules cannot be delivered the same way to each child with success. Right. So parents out there... I wish somebody had told me this or right. I read it in a book before. The sooner that you can start parenting to each kid's strengths, yeah. the better results you will have. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you will grow closer relationships with your kid, right? Absolutely. So let's go back to the birthday party yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was great, but we were all going into it. There was some anxiety around it because one of our kids has a little bit higher anxiety mm-hmm. than the other kids. And we are tailoring what... He needs mm-hmm. to that, well, not just it, a. Yeah. So, if, if you grew up in the South like I did, you know, eighties and nineties and stuff like that, you were like, 70s. oh, late seventies. Oh, just get over it. This is what we're doing, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, which I just had to go with the flow, right? right, of everything, which is fine. Sometimes that works. That worked for me because I'm kind of like that anyway. But it doesn't work for our kids. So, I don't know. I I don't know if it worked for you. I'll be honest. Ah. I think. It Tell me about that. Created some patterns in you like mm-hmm. that. So here's a good example, and don't get upset about this because it was a hundred years ago when you were a Are you child. Telling the listeners not telling to get the upset, listeners or me right now upset. to get upset, and your mom. Uh, <laughs> when you were a kid, you would like have to go pick the switch in which you would get smacked with. Oh yeah, right. So like if Seth I got, bet a lot of listeners can relate to that. You knew that you were in trouble. Mom came home. Me and my brother are up on the roof. <laughs> Lighting the barn on fire. <laughs> Lighting the barn on fire. And she's like, you go get your switch. And we're like, oh, no, we did it. We're in for it, right? We can joke about it now, but that's, that's a thing. It's crazy to me to think about. Yeah. But I honestly think that you had um, almost like the ability to just, how oh, I don't know, be light and easy mm-hmm. in relational stuff. Mm. was kind of like knocked out of you, I think. Because mm. you can be silly. You can be goofy in, in, sense, in a sense that you know it's safe. Like mm-hmm. you can be funny if it's not important. Mm-hmm. But you have a tendency to not be able to share. And I think it's like an Enneagram 9 thing as well. Mm-hmm. But you can't easily share your preferences without mm. feeling like I'm going to get my butt kicked or no uh, one will care anyway or she's mm-hmm. not going to care. So I think it that way that you were raised actually compounded Mm -hmm. some of your Enneagram stuff. Interesting. That's just my take on it. But um, anyway. Well, you're wrong. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. No, just kidding. (laughs) No, that's a good insight. But we wanted to give you guys three quick and easy tips to at least get some thinking around this, right? right? And I go back to you are very different than I am. I'm very wise. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Keep talking. You're very wise. So just just as different as you are from your spouse, whoever's listening, Understand that your kids are mm-hmm. different too, right? And number one, all your kids are not the same. You just have to accept that. Like, you really do. So, one of our kids is fairly easygoing, right? Which one? I'm not going to use names. <laughs> They're fairly easygoing. And one of the other kids are just fun and goofy and, again, easygoing. But another kid, his disposition is like, I'm going to 
challenge this and uh, I have a bunch of questions. I am thinking, I am like, wait a minute, and you can't get away with anything. We've talked about that before, right? Yeah. So understanding point number one, all your kids are not the same. And you're like, well, duh, Seth, of course they're not. Let's get deeper into that, right? Right. right. They're not the same. They aren't going to hear Mm-hmm. The same lesson, the same way. Some things that hurt their feelings or make them happy will be very different than their brother right, or, or sister. sister. And then just accepting that. And this comes around also with uh, kids who um, have special needs, right? Mm-hmm, I've had cousins sure. who have had autism and other things going on. We have uh, a, a kid, a nephew, who has autism as well. And that is a really, um, let's just be real, that is a really big surprise it's a huge huge adjustment when you think oh our baby boy our baby girl has autism or some other health issue or something that automatically makes them different right. from like other it's, folks it's really right? easy to see how they're different but sometimes it's very hard to see how some kids that seem i mean our boys seem like twins mm-hmm. they look identical even our neighbor who we've known for eight <laughs> years can still not tell them apart right. and he sees them every day mm-hmm. and uh so i think it is very hard sometimes when we don't take the time to acknowledge that our kids are different, mm-hmm. even when they seem like they should be all the same. Mm-hmm. And something that's important there uh, with the difference of our boys alone, they're the 12 and 13 year olds. So our, a chore chart, for example, our oldest Mariner, nobody, you give him a chore chart, he's got it done in eight minutes. He's made his checks perfectly. Mm-hmm. They could not be like, he will erase one if it's slightly crooked, he'd redo <laughs> them all perfectly. His bed is made every day. He has his shoes are organized like legit. This kid's room is never, ever, ever messy. And he prides himself on that. Our other kid, Tuff, who you heard on the show a while back, Tuff's room is always messy. Mm -hmm. It's like he doesn't even he's very much like you. Uh, which I want to talk to the were, Enneagram lady it about. It reminded me of your room when we were oh, dating. For sure. When your we were dating, was I was a hurricane. Yeah. But it was like fun. A hurricane of fun. <laughs> a fun pile of dirty laundry. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that it's interesting because in order to understand or when we understand that our children really are different, even if they look the same, mm-hmm. seem like they should be the same, we are attuning to each individual child's needs, mm-hmm. right? They are that attunement concept is the I see you feeling. I see, Mariner, that you love tidy checklists Mm -hmm. and you love to have all your schoolwork in order and you love to check on your Mm -hmm. grades. I see, Tuff, that you love to collect boxes and make art out of absolutely everything Mm -hmm. and you never want to throw anything away. And it's a a challenge for parents because we want the world to be like how we want it. That's why couples fight with each other. Right. Right. I want Seth to want what I want. I want him to eat what I want to eat. Representational differences. That's right. Right. And so So when you're jumping ahead to number three, so I'm going to pause you for a minute. Okay. So the importance of just starting here, right? All the kids, all your kids are not the same. You have to accept that. And you might be able to get a head start on this if you've listened to Anatomy of Marriage for any minute and go, oh, my spouse is not the same as me. Right. And I love them and I accept them. Representational differences, right? right. So point number two, talk to your spouse mm. about your kids' differences, right. right? Now, this is where you get into the spousal relationship part because I have a preference of parenting. Of course, that's going to come from family of origin. Right. Melanie does too. Let's talk about that for a split second. Okay. Uh, that we tend to want to parent like we were parented, exact. even if we don't like it or didn't like it mm-hmm. as a kid, because we go to what we know. And as parents, that's huge. I mean, I had a perfect example as I walk with my best friends, you mm-hmm. know, we walk all the time. 
And um, my one friend is from a different part of the world. And she was saying in her family, they have traditions on birthdays. On birthdays, you wake up. I mean, if you get a birthday card in the mail, like a week before your birthday, you open it. Of course you do. Duh. Mm -hmm. And on the birthday morning, you get all your gifts. It's That's your party mm. right when you wake up. Oh, wow. But her husband was like, no, you cannot open a card early. And the party starts at 730. And she's like, what? And they had a kid. This was years ago. Mm -hmm. But when they had their child, they were like, she even said, she's like, I am, I don't care. We're not doing it his way. We're doing it my way, <laughs> which is funny because, but just so that, you know, you are going to be drawn mm -hmm. almost in, like you don't need, it's invisible. It's invisibly drawn right. to what you grew up with. It's going to feel right. Right. Like mm -hmm. it feels right to parent like that. You wanted to do corporal punishment. Mm -hmm. I didn't. <laughs> I thought you would laugh at that. You spanked <laughs> the kids. I did not want to spank the kids. Uh -huh. So it was sort of a, not sort of, it, that even in itself is a big mm -hmm. deal that your family of origin is going to pull you mm -hmm. toward the type of parenting that you're going to naturally be drawn to. Absolutely. Even if you don't think and about it. And there will be one parent mm -hmm. whose preferences will come out as stronger, right? Like in your friends, I don't care what he did for birthday parties. We're doing it this way. Right. And right. there's probably going to be some arguments about things like that, especially things around punishment or rewards right. or what do we do? Do we sit down at the table? Do we eat? Mm -hmm. You know, do we, what's the, what's the routine like? Because you go to what you know and trust me, you will wake up one day and go, oh, wait a minute. I've been parenting like I was parented and I right. really hated it when my mom did XYZ or when my mm -hmm. dad just came in and like, you know, kind of yeah. shook up the world or whatever. Or you can say, you know what? My mom was really kind to me and she listened to me, XYZ, or my dad was really kind and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to really, really do that. Remember, you are creating, we say this on stage right. all the time, you are creating the family of origin for your kid right, right now. now. Right. Mm, that's big, right? Okay. Number two, talk, well, I already said yes. number two, but I'll reiterate, talk to your spouse mm. about your kid's differences. Right. So a problem shared is a problem halved. Hey, Melanie, I'm really having trouble with with Hattie and trying to get her to brush right. her teeth. How, you know, do you have any insight on, mm -hmm. onto this? Rather than me just saying, okay, come on, brush your teeth, turn electronics off, right. blah, blah, brush your teeth now, brush your teeth now. That's not going to work for our kid. So I'm mm -hmm. going to ask my spouse, help me out. Right. Kind of drowning over here. Help me out. What do you think we should do? And let's, let's co-create a plan. Yes, yeah. So here's another thing. And I saw this in my private practice all the time. Couples would come in, a mom or dad, and say, hey, this is really messing us up. He says he wants to do it this way. I say I want to do it this way. And we're just arguing about it, arguing back and forth, back and forth. So you have to, have to come up with a plan and then execute that plan and make sure you're on the same page. I love it when you and I say, so one kid will, will come and ask oh, yeah, me for something, yeah. you know, and this is classic. Of course, we all do it as kid. Uh, hey, can I get a ice cream? Um, sure, if your mom says fine, you know, and then you say no, and then you're like, dad said yes, and then you go back and forth. And mm -hmm. what the kid is doing, obviously, they're just trying to get the ice cream, but that can be very unpleasantly divisive between right. you and I, right. right? So we have regular daily check-ins. Hey, what did you say to yeah. the kid? Yeah. Um, let's let's make sure and we're we don't on the get same mad page at right each now. other about it. Like that's mm -hmm. our kind of our go-to is mm -hmm. teamwork about it versus getting mad. What does the sunlight think it's doing? I'm not sure. It's impeding on our. Ooh, our words are so good. Uh, uh, but what that also does, it, it it strengthens our bond. Like, hey, I respect Melanie's um uh her uh take on this, mm -hmm. and she respects mine as well. Right. Evidenced by 
we ask each other all the right. time. But it's I not go, my way that is the highway. Yeah, back to the talk to your spouse about your kids' differences. One mm-hmm. of the reasons this is also important is that you will be blind to your own preferences. Mm-hmm. You won't know. Um, for example, for years, the way I spoke to our kids uh, was very sort of sarcastic, mm-hmm. negative. I would point out a flaw. I would find what was wrong and whatever, right? So that was, I essentially trained them to do that, but I'm blind to it because Mm -hmm. I'm so used to it. Like I'm acclimated to that type Mm -hmm. of behavior. That's what I grew up in. Right. And then the kids would start behaving in a way that would start to make me mad. And Seth was like, uh, doy, you taught them this. Exactly. Like, why, why are you even mad about that? But had we not had conversations about like, look, our kids are different. And this one kid over here, for example, our oldest kid can hear me be negative, but not parrot that behavior. Mm-hmm. Our young, our middle kid hears me be negative and he's like, "You get, that gives me free reign. I can right. say whatever I want. You said it. And then guess what? He gets in trouble for that right. from me and from you. That's exactly right. You have to scoot over. You have to stop pushing me out of the frame or I'm going to literally die. But anyway, so yes, that it's it's usually important to talk to your kids about your difference about their difference. Our kids are talk dramatic to too. Can you imagine where that one comes from? <laughs> um, and again, because we'll be blind to the things mm-hmm. that we do, and we'll be hypersensitive to the things that we don't like. Mm-hmm. And our partner, hopefully, if you have a good relationship with your spouse, will help bring clarity and vice versa. You bring clarity for your partner; they bring clarity for you, and that's why you talk to your spouse about your differences between your kids. That's right. So number three, and we kind of alluded to this a little bit. Have a plan of how you work and speak to each kid. Right. Right. So I want to speak in a similar way to our daughter, like you do. What? This <laughs> Her language is dancing and being nuts, right? So I can <laughs> definitely speak that language all day long. But I'm not saying. Oh, well, okay, mom said it's okay, then I can talk to her that way. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying how we parent, how we teach, how mm-hmm. we uh, love on her, very specific to, but so she's not getting mixed messages. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So um, I'm saying, hey, Hattie, you know, you can't have you can't have the ice cream. It's nine, it's nine o'clock and we're going to go to bed in 15 minutes, you know? So I'm telling her. And if, but if Melanie's saying, okay, well, I'm going to parent it too. No, you can't have that ice cream. We're going to bed early. You should know this. I told you last night. Right. That is obviously very different. So we right. want to be on the general same wavelength. So mm-hmm. our kid isn't getting mixed messages. This happens a lot also in private practice when I would get um, kids from divorced families and when the, the parents are still fighting and stuff, mm-hmm. one kid is hearing a message from mom. Another kid is hearing a message for dad, and that just confuses the heck out of kids and then causes sometimes, not all the time, maybe some other maladaptive reaction down down the road, right? Right. So have a plan of how you work and speak to each each kid. I gave an example. I want to put you on the spot, and you give an example of how we do that. Um, A plan, say, with tough. Oh, well, I mean, a perfect example is we know... Uh, and we adore all of our children. They are all just very different. And tough is a, like a defiant, um, not defiant. What's the word we always say? Not obstinate. Like if no, you come up obstinate. with that, what's he the word? He is uh, contrarian. Contrarian. Mm-hmm. So if you say the sky is really blue, he'll be like, I see shades, like lots of gray in that. And there's mm-hmm. like pale yellow. Don't you see that? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, and it's very, uh, it's a lot. And so we mm-hmm. have learned, I, oh, I think it was actually you that first saw it. That you were like, if you tell him a very specific thing, like, mm-hmm. don't put your glasses on the wall, 
he will come back with, I didn't put them there. Like it is an right. invitation for cr- being contrary. Right. So you can't set them up. So, and this is, this comes from your family of origin. We've talked about this a lot. You say, Hey, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Like it can be your, your, your phraseology. And then also your tone right. only sets the person, not only a kid, but the person up for Ugh. defense. Right. You know what I'm saying? So one thing that we have learned to do is just go with it. Right. Oh yeah. It is yellow, isn't it? Well, but Agreed. but that back to number three, mm-hmm. like have a plan for how we speak to the, each kid. Like right. that. that oh, our, so that's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's our plan. Is like I'm essentially we have agreed we're going to both try our best not to say these sort of complete, mm-hmm. you know, end of sentence statements mm-hmm. like that is this because mm-hmm. it only invites more arguing. That's right. And, and I will, but I will mm-hmm. say though, this is a constant. Um, even in even within one conversation, we will remind one another kindly if we're falling off course if one of us is communicating in a Mm -hmm. way that we see is not helpful um we are constantly sort of doing checks and balances with each other Mm -hmm. and think of it like co-pilot like pilots on an airplane right like you're both have the same mission to get to the same place so actually that's a really important kind of insight there some parents their mission or their objective or their goal is i'm gonna make this kid feel like trash right now i'm gonna Mm -hmm. let them know how mad i am that's not the same thing as I really just want my kid to floss and go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not the same thing. But if you don't understand what your sort of joint mission is as parents, one of them's going to, mm. you know, just be mad, flinging angry around. You know, and I'm then, really, I'm thinking about this. I'm just I know, so glad that you cut me off. I love sorry. it. <laughs> so, we didn't have a plan for that. No, we didn't. Um, but it's important to know as a team mm-hmm. what your goal is and where you're going. So we check in very, very frequently, um, constantly. Mm-hmm. And now it's not a, a, a point of tension where in the past it was like, why are you telling me how to parent? Right, right, right. And I was thinking as we talk more about family, it is really a reflection of who you are as a person and what the kind of the state of the marriage to some degree, right? Oh, and yeah, on Anatomy yeah. of Marriage, we, al- we always talk about, hey, you, individual, have to be at a certain level before you can have a marriage that's a certain level, right? Mm -hmm. So we say, hey, get happy, be happy, no matter what your spouse does or doesn't do, Mm -hmm. right? I know that that was the the pivot point in our marriage, big time, okay? I have to take ownership of all my stuff and whatever. And I believe in parenting, it's much the same way. Like, I have to be present. I have to be not checked out in order to be a good parent Mm -hmm. because the kid, just like marriage, it just exposes stuff. It exposes the cracks and maybe even the flaws that you didn't know you had and you have to be open and willing to go, oh goodness, okay, that's a crack. That's a huge flaw. Let me be willing to work on that. So that's why uh, we wanted to give you three quick tips and I'm going to reiterate those right now. Number one, all your kids are not the same. You have to know that. You have to accept that first off. Number two, talk to your spouse about your kids' differences. Make a plan with your kids. Be on the same page. Hey, what do you see that I'm not seeing? Right. And then number three, have a plan of how you work and speak to each kid Mm -hmm. because just as different as you are, all the colors of the rainbow, (laughs) your kid is that way too. Mm -hmm. So we need to stop treating each kid like they're just a clone, even if they're twins. We have have friends who have twins and even triplets, and they're like, yes, they are are night and day difference, although they, all three of them were born on the same day, mm-hmm. right? We are individual people. Just because we're an adult doesn't mean that we're 
less of a person um, as we were when we were a kid. So make sure that you keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to say a couple of ways to identify how your kids are different, like a couple of tools that you could use. You can use the Enneagram. So mm -hmm. there's Enneagram tests for kids. I actually just did one for Mariner mm -hmm. and he is a one, which is really funny because I thought he was a seven and I'm like, that doesn't seem quite right. Mm. Then I had him redo it because I had him do it years ago. Mm -hmm. So he redid it now as a 13 year old. It said one really strong. And then seven is like the next number he might have been. Interesting. So that was really helpful. Um, but again, different things motivate different people. So for, and that can be, you know, you can figure that out through the Enneagram number or disc assessment tests mm -hmm. or Myers-Briggs, whatever, or just observing your children. But everyone has different intrinsic motivators. Like I might really want to feel loved and special. Um, hashtag Enneagram four, like tough mm -hmm. is like the individualist. I need to, I feel like I have to be just like the most amazing of everything. Mm -hmm. And so what motivates him is not going to be anything the same as what motivates Hattie, who her primary motivation is like, how many people can I make smile? Here mm -hmm. we go. I'm going <laughs> to dance. Like that's her world. Right. Right. If you, if she can make her bed and make you laugh, what, what's missing? Nothing. Nothing. She right? loves it. Nothing's missing. Maybe she's a nine. I don't know. Hmm. But anyway, you can use the Enneagram. You can use Myers-Briggs or whatever, or just like, Ask your kids, like, what makes you the happy? Like, talk to your kids like they're humans because they are. Just they like, are. hashtag your Absolutely. children are humans too. So I hope this is helpful. Uh, please remember to email any questions that you have at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and specify if it's for Anatomy of Sex, which is our other show, Anatomy of Marriage, or Anatomy of Family. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening right now, moms with kids, dads with kids, if you're listening in the car, ask your kids some questions and mm -hmm. we, that would be super fun to start answering right. kid listener questions. Oh, that would be so right? fun. And yes. then we'll answer it. Or maybe we can even even have our kid answer. Yeah. So email us at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Yeah. You guys remember to rate this show, rate it, review it, share it with your friends, mm -hmm. share it with your mama, with your grandma, send it to your mom. Say, Hey we mom, always say, I like, wish you did this. Yeah. People don't care what we say about our show, but they really care mm -hmm. about what you say about our show. So if you've shared our show, thank you. If you're a Patreon and you support our show, triple thank you. And if you've written in a question, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. Okay, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, catch us next week. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.